Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Dr. Anita Burns was here with us on the Monday afternoon for Ask the GP on Lunchtime Live. And we had a lot of listeners' questions um, that were physiotherapy related, I suppose. And Nina found she was directing a lot of people to the physio for advice. So we decided to bring a physiotherapist in to answer your questions for free today on the show. If you have a query, you can send it in to us on WhatsApp. The number is 87 106 Andrew Dunn is a senior physiotherapist and founder of Personal Health Medical exercise clinic. Good afternoon, Andrew. How are you? Good afternoon, Andre. I'm great, thanks. Good. We've loads of different questions coming in here uh, from listeners. Um, this texture, I have a twinge on the right inside of my right knee. Have I got that right? Yeah, I have a twinge on the inside of my right knee. It feels like a pull from time to time. I'm just wondering if there's any exercises I can do that might help. Well, typically, um, <clears throat> if you have a twinge on either side of the knee, it's either, it's either, if it's on the inside of the knee, it can be one of your medial ligaments on the outside it would be called a lateral ligament um, generally twinges in those areas <clears throat> they stay roughly the same and they heal over a kind of six week period so getting blood flow into a ligament is a really good thing for healing so I would say simply to the person like moving in straight lines is quite a good idea it won't really exacerbate something on the side of the knee if you're going in straight lines. Is it um, a gentle walk? Gentle walk, even a jog. Yeah, okay, depends no on incline. It. Well, you can do an incline. As if you start changing direction when things yeah. on the side of your knee are sore, you can aggravate them. But um, if you stay in straight lines, it's a really nice way to to manage it. I think we've got to, to look at exercise and, and things like with a dimmer switch versus a light switch. You don't yeah, turn it off. Yeah, true. You don't turn it on. You just dim it and change it and tweak it. So, uh, sh- do, do, Would that listener, do they need to go to a physio first of all, like to get, you know, a level of assessment if it's something that's happening relatively not nece- frequently? No, not necessarily. No. I mean, I think a lot of us have tweaks, aches yeah, and pains, yeah. twinges. Um, and by nature, I suppose we get concerned if we have a little bit of pain, which is normal. Mm. But very often, a really good response to that is to increase, fall in love with physical activity and the benefits that it gives. So improved circulation, improved strength around the area and so on. Another texter, Andrew, today. Sorry, 087-1400-106 is the number. My mum had a fall recently <coughs> and has fractured her pelvis. She's using a walker to get around and it's slowly getting better. She is waiting for a physio visit. In the meantime, can you suggest any other appropriate exercises for her? Um. Yeah, I suppose the, the the location of where the fracture is in the pelvis is important because that often dictates the associated pain levels, which we don't know from that text. If she it sounds like she is improving, though, mm. and she's moving around with a walker. Um, if she wasn't using a walker prior to the pelvic fracture, I would suggest the next progression is to get her off the walker as quickly as possible. So she might need to reduce her uh, base of support down to like a walking stick. And that can cause a little bit of anxiety because... Yeah, it's the confidence, isn't it? the confidence and often you start to get impacted around very rapid loss of strength and that has an impact on balance, particularly in older populations. So uh, I think she needs to address probably both those issues. But most importantly, one of the biggest issues in that population is to address is loss of confidence. Um, And that can be done through... I suppose, appropriate physio appointments and care. Yeah, okay. Um, This texture gets a dull pain just below my kneecap every time I go for a run. I play soccer and it's every time I take off to run that I get the pain. Any ideas on what it could be? Um, 
so right below the knee, there's a, a tendon called the patella tendon, and it can be it can be quite a chronic, ongoing issue for people. It can be sore as they start to run, but as the body warms up and the tendon gets improved blood flow, the soreness goes away. So people feel like, well, look, I don't know what it is and it didn't mm. hurt me mid-run. And they stop running and it gets really sore again two hours later. So what that usually means is that there's an inflammatory issue going on in that tendon and you've got to modify either the amount you're running, the frequency you're running, or maybe you have to tweak what you're doing in your week. So maybe change one of your runs for a strength training session to strengthen the muscles around the knee and support that aggravated tendon. Any exercises in particular related to that? Yeah, that you I do think in um, if the if the fellas got, or a lady is it? A, I'm not sure. Not is sure it? which. Um, so they're going to the gym. They're playing a bit of five aside football. Certainly, leg strength exercises like squats, lunges. Um, if they go to in one of the machines in the gym, a leg extension. Yeah, uh, it's called a knee extension that builds up the muscles of the thighs in particular. So that can be really supportive for soreness okay. just below the knee. Um, Dennis is wondering what exercises you could suggest to improve circulation in his freezing toes. Okay, um, I would say to Dennis, any movement. So you know, physical activity is what will help circulation. Exercise is, is um, not something people love, mm. okay? But I think we need to fall back in love with general physical activity. Exercise, by definition, is formulaic, repeated, systematic. That's not for everyone. But physical activity ought to be. I think if Dennis just increases the amount of activity he has in his day, circulatory benefits are huge. And in extremities like the toes, and he's getting coldness in the toes, just a bit more frequency to, to general activities of daily living, up and down stairs, emptying the dishwasher, okay, parking further away from the shops. Yeah. Any of that kind okay. of stuff can really help. Um, I've developed a pain in my upper calf over the last couple of days, says this texter. I'm actually limping from it. Do I need to see a physio? Yeah, okay. Like any kind of pains around the calf muscle unexplained, potentially need to see a doctor as well. We sometimes need to rule out uh, more serious issues that potentially like blood clots or anything like that. So, you know, it is important if that pain is an unexplained pain with no origin as such, mm. I think the person might need to just... it's not a sporting just, injury or, so, or some well, injury. It doesn't, yeah. yeah, if he's developed it over yeah, the last okay. couple of days and is unsure what's happening with it and can't really isolate why it happened, I think that needs um, a little more observation, perhaps the likes of Nina to... Yeah, GP. To, yeah. First instance. Yeah. Okay. Texter says, my 15-year-old son had an injury to the ball of his foot where he required stitches. When it healed, he had one physio appointment and continues to do the exercises that they gave him. However, he has tingling around the area and is numb towards two of his toes. Will it resolve itself or any advice? And that's a tricky one. I think um, if you've got a, um, any kind of laceration or cut and they're stitching, you've got a lot of subcutaneous nerves just underneath the skin. And so they can be impacted with any kind of cut or laceration and stitching. And so you get sensory change around the area. It can be numb to touch. It can be numb for a long time. Um, I'd be hopeful that resolves um, over time if he's compliant with the exercise program mm. he's been given. Um, it is potentially worth looking at if there's an, a motor nerve issue there and the, if it's numbness in the big toe it could potentially be coming from something like the sciatic nerve or the L5 lumbar discs in the spine. Sometimes numbness in the toes can be tracked all the way back up 
to an origin in the spine. So just to keep an eye on that too. Okay, so is that just keep an eye on it or go back to the GP? I think if he's been to the physio, for example, in that case, he could go to the physio and get a, I think all the slump tests, it might check if the sciatic nerve is impactful. Um, That could help. Okay, 087-1400-106. This texture has severe pain in the right foot, near their heel, but on the flat of the foot. Could it be plantar fasciitis? It happens when I stand up mainly and reduces with movement. Do I need an x-ray as well? Um, yeah, well, it certainly has some of the hallmark characteristics of, of plantar fasciitis. People often say when they first get up in the morning and take go to the toilet, the first couple of steps are agony. Yeah. And the, the, the fascia, the connective tissue on the flat part of the foot, as this person describes, has become inflamed. As they move around, which again, this listener has described it mm. eases over. So that again, they, they're hallmark characteristics of plantar fasciitis. If that's the case, they absolutely don't need an x-ray. And um, they do need um, a rehabilitation program that strengthens those connective tissues in the foot. This is the tennis ball at home, isn't it? Yeah, I think, the, I think the, the whole tennis ball rolling on ball things is more for pain relief. But it doesn't actually strengthen any structures. Okay. So Don't take any physio advice from me either, by the way. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> but I think there's a, lot, there's a lot of trends out there and um, a lot of them, the trends are around pain relief and why not? Yeah. Like if you get some pain relief, great. Yeah. But if you want that to go away, you've got to be a bit more structured. You need a strengthening program. So physio trip, yeah, if absolutely, that's the issue. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I was told I have, is it meniscus problems? This texture says, my knee isn't sore as such, but it does feel weird. Should I keep exercising? Could it make it worse? I was a big hiker before I got this. I'm not sure if I should still do that. I haven't gone walking in months now because I'm so worried. Okay, well, that's, you know, that's very common kind of presentation in, in a clinic where people are fearful and have therefore avoidant about activity because they've been told they have an issue perhaps from imaging or an MRI in this case you wouldn't you wouldn't pick up issues with meniscal tissue any other way other than an MRI meniscal tissue is like a shock absorber inside the knee if there's damage to it it typically doesn't heal um because it's got a very low blood supply However, if you avoid activity, this person is not symptomatic. They're not having pain. Mm. So they're absolutely, it's an absolutely important that person gets back out hiking, gets back out walking. They can't do much damage to the meniscus unless they're, for example, an ice skater mm. or they're a rugby player or they're twisting and turning the knee in really aggressive ways. But if they're a hiker, then you just get back out there. Okay, okay? They're not in okay. pain. They're not in discomfort. The little bit of damage in the meniscus will benefit from the activity. Finally, lady in my early 40s, can you ask the physio, should I be worried about my knee clicking when I do squats? If there's no pain, absolutely no, no need to worry. So the, the, the knee has a capsule of fluid around it. Very often those clicks are like little pockets of mm. air within the capsule and it's actually a sign of movement and challenging the capsule in a good way. So clicking in the knee, if it's pain-free, no need to worry. Okay, listen, Andrew, thanks a million for popping into us today. Thanks Lots of, uh, still loads of other questions we didn't get to, so we might have to get you back in another day as well. Andrew Dunn there, physiotherapist and um, founder of Personal Health Medical Exercise Clinic. That's all we've time for on the show this Wednesday. If you've missed any of the programme, you can listen back. It's on the News Talk app. Just subscribe there to Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.